0: Gentlemen, we can make a radio show every bit as good as the Japanese.
1: Oh, yes, of course, yes, sir. We have
0: sound effects, we have an accordion, we have a deep-voiced announcer.
2: Yes, of course. I'm the I'm the
0: Gentlemen, I'm not looking for yes-men here. Oh, no. oh no. No. no, no. Well, what do they have that we don't have? Oh, uh, airbags, Mr. Iacocca. Airbags?
2: <laughs> yes, sir, airbags. If you hit another radio show, you're protected.
0: Well, then, I want airbags on this show. Gentlemen, the truth is the truth, and that means something.
3: Whoa, look out! Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh,
1: oh. Riders Radio Theater is on the air! It's the riders on the
0: radio. Come on, partners, and let them go. Get ready for the cowboy show. yo lady yay! We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle a tune. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon.
1: partners, it's time to saddle up and ride the airways once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky, to slam the man of many hats, That's me. Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. Ooh. This is Texas Big Spinner inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna
0: ride and rope and wrangle the tune. We're gonna hoop and holler and howl at the moon. Buck-a-red and Buckaroo. There's a place around the fire for you with Riders in the Sky. So come on and let's ride.
1: And now with the 2,374th performance of their adult-fated career, here are Riders in the Sky.
2: Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. Thank you, Texas Vic Bender, the man who sold a million baby chicks over border radio, the man considered the knee-plus-ultra of radio announcers, and thanks to you here in the historic Emory Theater and to those of you gathered in gay profusion around your radio dialogues. We are writers in the Sky, and we begin... With the man to my left, your right, the man known as the sine qua non of cowboy comedians, too slim. Yes, some. I'm Ranger Doug, idol of American youth, the sumum bonum of cowboy yodelers, and Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers in hoaxigno winkes. And finally, our orchestra under the direction of Joey, the cow polka king, who put the womp bop a loo shabop bam boom back in the accordion. There we are. Normally we start with a rollin', rompin', snortin', stompin', frisky, frolicsome song of the West. And today is no exception Bob Nolan's Cody of the Pony Express.
4: In every corner of this land they boast of men so bold, of Captain Blood, Mr. Mudd, England's kings of old. Why, every place I've ever been they think their man's the best. So listen while I introduce a bold man from the West. A thunderbolt bust, and then a big cloud of dust, and out rides Cody of the Pony
0: Express. Totin' the mail beside him, he's got the trail to guide him, Cody of the Pony Express. Now the Indians wait by the canyon's gate to take Bill by surprise, but they'll never beat the Mustang feet of the fastest horse alive. Over the rim, he's running, racin' the wind, he's coming, Cody of the Pony Express. Yeah. Cody.
5: I once saw Cody fight his way through a thousand bad outlaws.
0: Riding on a two-ton buffalo back, he scattered them like straws. He took a half hitch in a buffalo's tail and swung him round and round. Said, step up close, you wild galoots, and I'll mow you down. A thunderbolts bust, and then a big cloud of dust, and out rides Cody of the Pony Express. Totin' the mail beside him, he's got the trail to guide him, Cody of the Pony Express. Now the outlaws wait by the canyons gate to take Bill by surprise, but they'll never beat the Mustang feet of the fastest horse alive. Over the rim, he's running, racing the wind, he's coming, Cody of the Pony Express. Cody of the Pony Express.
1: Yes, neighbors, music may be the food of love, but commercials put gravy on the
4: taters. Here's world-renowned bovine psychologist, Dr. Woody Paul. Friends, I'm willing to bet my Ph.D. in theoretical animal husbandry that at some point in your life, you've gazed upon a herd of cows and said, what can they be thinking? Are they as dumb as a stump? Or are they playing possum and behind those vacant brown eyes is the whizzing intellect of a short Einstein? Well, take it from me, still waters can run mighty deep. And to help you plumb the depths of bovine brain power, I've developed a revolutionary window to the souls of your cow companions. The mood nose ring. Yep, the mood nose ring. Just clip it to the nose of the cow you're curious about, wait a few seconds until it adjusts to a nasal base temperature, and boy, howdy, you got that cow figured out. I include a handy waterproof color chart to help you decipher your cow's moods. Mood ring green.
0: More feed foreseen. Wow. That's a hungry critter. Mood ring blue. Trouble in view. This cow's bummed out. Try gentle encouragement and hugging. Mood ring red. Hormone hurricane ahead. Uh 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 Mating season, batten down the fences. Uh Mood ring yellow. Uh Scared of the fellow. Uh (laughs) Yes, a new bull can shake up the most complacent pasture. Mood ring black? Cow's about to (laughs)
3: crash. Cow depression
0: needs to be dealt with pronto. You better notify your local cow dependency counselor. Mood ring pastel pink? Sprouts, I would think.
3: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Lighten up the diet with a new age twist. Mood ring brown? Turn that cow around. (laughs) Time to step up the prune dispenser.
4: Yes, the Woody Paul Mood Nose Ring is available at finer mercantiles and shooting scoots everywhere for only 9 dollars Only $9.99. Isn't that a small price to pay to know what a cow is thinking?
0: Mood Ring Gray? Buy a bunch today.
1: Mood Ring Glow and back to our show. And it's now time for the insanely popular feature, Letters
2: to Ranger Doug. Well, just in time, too, Texas Pixbender, I think I hear the Pony Express rider coming now.
0: Ah, Must be Cody.
2: Yeah, here he comes.
0: Oh, he's throwing the mail sack. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I guess the light bulbs came.
2: (laughs) Well, 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 well. What little treasure has a loyal listener sent in this week, Deusley? Well, uh,
0: here's one, Ranger Doug. Uh Let me get it open here. It says here. Uh, Dear Ranger Doug, Idol of American Youth, we listen to you on WPLN in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Riders Radio Theater is mighty big around our ranch. Our kids would rather listen to you than pull hairballs out of the drain. (laughs) They even said that. (laughs) Wow, I guess. Our second favorite album is your kids' album, Saddle Pals. Could you please do a kids' song from that album on your show? We'll be listening in Lynchburg, the Chenille family, Lynchburg, Tennessee. Well. Thanks to the Chenille family for writing. We're working on a brand new kids'
2: album, and fellas, what do you say we try one of the new songs?
0: Well, uh, uh, great, Ranger Doug. Uh, those old hairballs will have to wait.
2: <laughs> I guess they will. Thank you very much, them. Here's one for kids of all ages, uh, one we're trying out. Uh, something about a face, I believe.
0: That's called Face the Music, Ranger Doug. Two, three, four. I am the cowboy that's known as Old Too Slim, and when they see me riding by, they say, "Yep, that's him." He can sing and varmint dance and play the bunkhouse bass, but what he does the very best is play his face. Play it, Slim. I learned it many years ago when I was just a kid. I'd get to feeling cheeky, and this is what I did. I'd slap a little rhythm. I didn't feel like waiting. And after that, I couldn't quit. It was so invigorating. Jingle bells. don't need
2: it
0: (laughs) if you have a tune to play you really like a lot you don't need an instrument just use the one you've got it's right between your hair and chin remember what i said you can play a happy tune if you just use your head how about it how about dixie the barrel.
1: Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, saddle pals, we'll be right back. Here's a little of the Woody Paul Western theme, number 17. Welcome back, Buckaroos and Buccarettes. You're listening to Riders Radio Theater. Ah. <laughs> and now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the cowboy way. Tonight, episode four of the exciting Western melodrama, Rocket Ruster. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, when a UFO crashed in the middle of Nowhere Canyon in Tumbleweed Valley, it landed on a familiar 300-pound doofus named Charlie. The crash was tracked by a top secret section of the Pentagon and immediately a mysterious team called the Extractors was sent out to recover the UFO and take it and Charlie to Fort Wiley, the last cavalry outpost in the US Army. There, Captain A. Weldon Rumprost and his men were charged with guarding them until further notice. Thus it was that when Riders in the Sky arrived on the scene of the crash the next morning, they found nothing. Meanwhile, Ace Winburn's Slocum, the Prince of Villains, was brought back to the Tumbleweed Valley Jail to serve out his sentence for stealing Australian diamonds in our previous serial. And now, episode four, entitled, This Is It. One, two, three, one, two. In the wee hours of the morning, the night of the big UFO crash, Corporal Buzz 2 the only non-commissioned, non-accordion playing officer at Fort Wiley, is on guard duty. He is charged with guarding with his life the top secret object from space brought by the extractors and the civilian doofus it landed on.
0: What was that? It's the doofus. He's coming, too.
6: Oh, shut
0: up, twerp. What? Where am I? Who are you? Corporal Buzzo II, United States Cavalry, and you are at Fort Wiley, the last outpost. Yeah? What's that thing over there? I don't need to know, and you don't need to know either. Well, that makes it easy, don't it?
3: Hey,
6: who bandaged me up?
0: The extractors. Oops. Who? Um, never mind. I didn't say anything. I don't know. We don't need to know. Shut up, twerp. That's the best thing for me to do. Thank you. Don't mention it. We've seen you, pinhead. Hey, hold or I'll shoot. You're in protective custody. You can't leave here.
6: Oh, yeah? How long are you going to keep me
0: here? I don't know, and I don't need to know. Maybe forever. Why? You know too much. Come again? You know too much.
6: Me? Yes! This is a first. I've waited 108 episodes for 111. this 111. Thanks. Hey, twerp. Won't your shoelaces get you in trouble if an officer comes
0: in here? My shoelaces? Yeah, they're untied. My shoelaces are untied? You bet they are. Look and see. I'm always spick and span, neat and tidy. Yeah. I can't believe my shoelaces could ever be untied. Look and see. Well, I guess I'd better. Don't you try anything while I'm doing it. I'll just look real quick. Okay, here I go.
1: <laughs> Ow! So long, sucker. (laughs) Wasting no time, Charlie steals a horse property of the U.S. government and gallops off into the night.
6: Ah, giddy up there, come on.
1: Two hours later, in the pre-dawn darkness, he reaches the outskirts of Tumbleweed City. Whoa, whoa there. Whoa, darn it. Oh,
6: I gotta find something to eat. (laughs) What's that smell? Oh, my favorite, sugar and boiling grease. I gotta get some of that. I'll leave the horse here and slip down the alley so I don't wake anybody up.
1: With a cat-like grace of the born Doofus, Charlie follows his nose and glides into the deep alley darkness, flitting from shadow to shadow with poetic undiness.
6: Ow! 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 Out of my way! Ow. Hey.
1: Meanwhile, in the kitchen of Prudence Johnson's Darling Donut Shop, as she does every morning at 4 a.m., Prudence Johnson is taking her first batch of fresh donuts out of a big kettle of boiling grease.
4: Get the jelly gun
3: ready, Freddy. Ready to do, Prue. Okay, fill him full of jelly lead, Fred.
6: My aim is true, Prue.
3: Okay, that does it for the jelly bellies. I'll put them in the window to cool while you get started on the sugar-coated H-bombs. Will do, Prue.
1: With the window open, the vibrant aroma of sugar and hot grease draws our starving three hundred pound doofus like a magnet, yeah. and soon his stealthy tread is heard closing in on the object of his desire.
6: Ow! Oh. 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 Here they are. Oh.
1: I'll just take the whole tray and get out of here before someone comes back to check on them. <laughs> As Charlie craftily crashes off into the night, back at Fort Wiley, Corporal Buzz O2 is just coming to.
0: Oh, what happened? Last thing I remember, I was bending over to tie my shoes and... Whap! The doofus is gone! I've got to report this to Captain Rumprose!
1: Quickly, O2 makes his way to his captain's quarters.
0: Captain Rumprose! Captain Rumprose, sir! Captain Rumprose!
1: What is it, Corporal O2?
0: Shoot me, sir!
1: Don't
2: tempt me, O2. (laughs)
0: i have failed you sir
2: what are you talking about soldier sir the doofus has escaped what how did that happen
0: i'm not exactly sure sir he told me my shoelaces were untied and when i bent over to tie them whack, the lights went out
2: let me get this straight o2 you thought your shoelaces were untied yes sir well it looks to me like they still are soldier huh look and see
0: oh uh, yes sir Why'd you do that, sir?
2: O2, you're not wearing shoes, you're wearing boots! I am? Look and see.
0: Yes, sir. Ow! (laughs) Oh, I get the picture, sir.
2: Get back on guard duty.
0: Yes, sir, but what about that doofus, sir?
2: He is not government property, O2. The other thing is, get back there and guard it with your life. Yes, sir. And this time, Corporal, no slip-ups. No, sir. No mistakes. No, sir. No untied shoelaces. Where, sir?
1: Ow! This goes on for Ow. some time. Ow. Meanwhile, Ow. back in Tumbleweed City, the initiator of Corporal O2's discomfort, Jelly Bellies in hand, is making his way as panther-like as he can down the alley behind the Tumbleweed County Jail. Uh.
3: Oh. 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 Get out of the oh.
1: way, you oh. And as everyone knows, snakes are light sleepers, oh. so it should come as no surprise that a certain pencil-thin mustache, venomous villain is aroused from his jail cell slumber by Charlie's passage.
5: What's going on out
1: there? Psst. What's that?
5: (laughs) Who's there? Psst. Charlie, over here. Uh, Slocum. Slocum, (laughs) is that you? Yeah, of course it's me. Come on over here by these barred windows. (laughs) Hey, Slocum, what's new? Hey, what you got there, Charlie? Oh, jelly bellies. (laughs) I swiped them. (laughs) Jelly bellies, huh? Well, let's divvy them up. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 50-50, we're partners, right? Right, yeah, partners. Looks like you got about two dozen there, so what's two into 24? Uh, Two into 24, it's uh, long division, Charlie. uh, Two into two goes one. Two into four goes two. One plus two, right? Yeah. One and two is three. Right. Let me reach through the bars here, so you get three, Uh, and I get the rest. Uh. Now, these are good. Uh,
6: wait a minute. Slocum, how come you get all those and I just get these three? Uh, it's long division,
5: Charlie. Uh, I get it. You're using the new Iraqi math, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, what have you been up to, Charlie? Besides stealing jelly bellies, I mean. Where'd all the bandages come from? Oh, I got hit by this
6: comet last night.
5: Oh, yeah? Did you get the license number? Huh? A comet's license number. Did you get it? You know, you don't see many of those comets on the road anymore. Well, it wasn't a car, boss. Uh, it was uh, a real comet or something a lot like one. What? Charlie, I saw that thing from the window of the Con Airplane that brought me here. That yeah. thing was a
6: UFO. Well, yeah, whatever it was, it crashed on me. And these guys in white suits, rubber suits with big X's on the R's come around and got me and the UFO and took us both to Fort Wiley. I, what? I passed out for a while. When I come to the... Me and the UFO was in this guard room, see, and I, I being that stupid corporal who was guarding me and come to town and stole the jelly bellies.
5: Well, <laughs> here I am. Well, that's some night, Charlie. Right. Say, wait a minute. You say those guys who came and got you were wearing rubber suits with big X's on the arms? Right. Charlie, I was just reading about those guys in Jane's Guide to Secret Military Organizations. Ah. Those guys are who the Pentagon sends out when one of their top secret space mission lands in the wrong place. Yeah. yeah, we gotta get our hands on whatever it is. I bet they'd pay a nice piece of change to get it back. Uh, if they won't, somebody else will. <laughs> right. Listen, tonight at midnight, you're gonna sneak back into that fort, bop that corporal again and steal whatever it is, and hide it in the desert. We're back in
1: business again, partner. <laughs> right, partner. <laughs> <laughs> what new terrors will these partners in crime unleash? What is it that Charlie plans to steal at midnight? Will Corporal O2 be able to meet the challenge of the doofus? The answers to these questions cannot be found in any of Jane's military hardware books. They can only be found right here, same time, same station, next week in episode five of Rocket Rustlers, entitled The Doofus Strikes at Midnight. It's flabbergasting, perplexing, dumbfounding melodrama you won't want to miss, and it's coming only to this, Theater of the Mind. And now, here again, our Riders in the Sky, enjoy the Kalboka King!
2: Thank you, Texas Vicks Bender. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This time of the show is the time we usually do our Classic of the West, and we'd like to send our Classic of the West out to little Harry Phillips of Fairfield, Ohio, who listens to us over our mother-of-all-stations, WVXU, <laughs> right here in Cincinnati. Our Classic today is Sierra Nevada.
0: Oh,
3: my love awaiting with a teardrop in her eye for a lover who's been too long away or will the trail I'm riding bring an end to all her sides for, for this time I'm coming back to stay way up high in Sierra Nevada clouds drift by find my true love waiting with a teardrop in her eye or a lover who's been too long away or will this trail i'm riding bring an end to our sights for this time i'm coming back to stay way up high in sierra
2: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckaroos, Tune in, same time, same station next week for another thrilling adventure of Riders Radio Theater. Until we meet again. So
3: long, Saddle Pals. It's been so good to see ya. Farewell, Saddle Pals. We really hate to leave ya, but the dogies are flowing. Roundup time is nigh, a prairie moon is calling. From a starry western sky So farewell, saddle saddle pals pals. Our parting brings us sorrow On down down the trail We'll find a bright tomorrow Keep those faces smiling Round your home corral So until (laughs) we meet again
4: Goodbye
1: Riders Radio Theater, bunk at the Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. For more information on Riders in the Sky, to Slims Mercantile or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, Whites Creek, Tennessee 37189. Riders Radio Theater was conceived, written, and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Spender. Our production foreman is Campfire Burke. Our sound effects wrangler is Big Zeno Clinker. For WVXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King, producer, Lasso and Larry Ashcraft, coordinating producer, Chuck Wagonmaster Ingram, chief engineer, Jamboree J. Crawford, recording director, Gallopin' George Zong, sound effects, Honcho, Winchester, Jim Springfield, and our stage manager, Solidale Ron Esposito. This is Texas Big Spenders, and so long, Seattle We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater.
0: This is the VXU Radio Network.